Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. That was weird. Yeah, it was. My name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. Even weirder. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute 125 of Suicide Squad, which is going to start with the end credits and end with more end credits. Um, this minute is the start of what films are doing nowadays with comic book movies, especially where there is a cinematic cool start to the end credits. Mm-hmm. Is there a, is there a, is there a, um, is there a terminology for these credits versus the scrolling credits? Um, featured credits, feature credits, I special credit versus, I don't know what those are credits. called. I I don't know. Honestly. They have to have a different name. Like type of sequence has to have. It's like, like a, a stylized like a professional, pro- yeah. professional, professional name. I don't know. It's all professional. Yeah, I guess. But they do <laughs> all have them, and it's usually playing a song that was made for the movie. Mm-hmm. This is not Heathens by Twenty One Pilots, but this is rather the Task Force X song by Stephen Price with the Heathens remix, or I might have it backwards, or it's the Heathens Suicide Squad mix. No, this is the Heathens song. Yeah, but I think it's... Okay. I think the song does have Stephen Price music in it. In it. From Somehow there's a Pilots. blend of both yes. the Task Force <clears throat> X song and Heathens by 21, Pi- 21 Pilots. Um, Maybe they collaborated. Yeah, no, they absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, I guess if they had to make the song for the thing. Um, what's your general take on the title sequence, end credit sequence? It definitely, I remember thinking about this when the movie ended and now that I'm seeing it again. It definitely um, was a, uh, this is it, end of the movie. Like, that's it. And I don't know what's, I mean, obviously, like, all credits rolling on the screen is supposed to depict that. But for some reason, the different neon colors with the song Heathens going into it, with the, all right, the last line, let's go home kind of thing, mm-hmm. was like, that, that, that's it. And I'm pretty sure uh, once it was over, I just hit, hit off. I don't think I. I don't think I uh, made it for any no, of this. Well, one, I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, um, I saw it so, at home, and you were just yeah, like, I, I saw it at home. So, like, when it was over, I'm pretty sure I was so just you like, didn't even that's see it. the end credit. You didn't even see the Bruce Wayne bit. No, I. I'm telling you right now. I'm pretty sure I've said that You've on never this podcast. Seen it? I have not seen the at scene? least to my knowledge. Um, maybe I saw it once, one time. You can't recall what happens. I know what happens. The Bruce Wayne meeting Amanda Waller thing. Mm-hmm. Don't know if he's in costume. Don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure they're just in an office. Um, but it's I, just Bruce Wayne. I don't think it's just Ben Affleck. Yeah, no, I don't think I saw it. Um, this was the first time I think I actually paid attention to one of these type of sequences where I was going, "Wow, there's so much stuff here," and like, there's definitely a thematic that was solidified because when you look at this, you go, "This is Suicide Squad." They created a, a, a style, a fashion uh, that you look at it and you go. That suicide. I get like Halloween Horror Nights vibe. Yeah, I think it's the neon colors, the syringes. Yeah, um, that's a pentagon. Is it Halloween Horror Nights or is it Bush Gardens? One of them has their own version of Harley Quinn. Um, Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and because they got Jack and whatever her name is. Yeah, Chance. 
chance. And you yeah. see her at MegaCon. I saw her yesterday at MegaCon. Oh, really? Where you? Oh, I saw a girl. Yeah, there was a little girl. Yeah. I saw like a, a like a person who would be Harley Quinn, but they were Chance. And normally people are like, "You're Chance," because I live in Florida and I mm-hmm. know who Chance is. So if you're from Florida and you know who Chance is, it's not Harley Quinn. Discount Harley Quinn. It's some people prefer it. Really? Because Halloween Horror Nights is built like a legacy of the character, kind of like Jack the Clown, where it's like you've come to appreciate. It. I, I I don't know why Jack doesn't have a film yet. And have you ever thought of that? Like, shouldn't um, Universal be producing a Jack film? How many how many uh, clown horror movies are there right now? Just just it, right? Um, yeah, there's it. I mean, there've been clown horror movies in the past, but yeah, there's killer clowns in outer space. But I think I think Jack would be okay. I mean, it's just it's a it's an IP that people recognize anyways. So yeah, I liked when they would do the stage shows when he was um like ringleader of the circus, and it mm-hmm. was like the demented circus type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, people spinning on the 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 wheel that you throw the knives. Throw on. the knives at yeah. you know the classic medieval torture. So like a jigsaw. Oh yeah, Jigsaw's From one. The Saw movies. Yeah, and they did Jigsaw the reboot, which I never saw, so I don't know if that how that lines up. I didn't see that either. Um, I think I've only seen the first three Saw movies. Yeah, same. Yeah. Exactly. I I fell off after the third one because I thought the third one was whack. There's um, like six of them, and Jigsaw. There's like eight. There was eight, and oh, then Jigsaw. Shit, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, and it got it got real. It got real unrewarding because it was just like they it devolved into setting a moral compass. They totally threw that out the window with the ending of the third one, which was the point. And then from then on out, from four to eight, it was like it doesn't matter if you're a good person anymore or if you make the right decisions or sacrifices, you're gonna die anyways. Like these machines are just gonna kill you. Mm. And so it was very just like, all right, I. I'm out. It's a Final Destination movie. Yeah. It's a weird thing that horror movies can get away with is just like so many sequels. So many sequels. Mm-hmm. Like the Friday the 13th podcast I'm listening to. Like they, they're they already on part eight. Yeah. Out of 12 movies. 12 or... Th- yeah, I think there is only 12 Friday the 13th movies. I don't think they've come out with the part 13 Friday the 13th. I think that was a thing that they were talking about. Hmm. Um... But yeah, I mean it's 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 insane that you can have so many sequels with all these uh like Saw Part 8, Jesus. Yeah. So going down the list of important credits, uh first one is David Ayer, obviously writer and director for a Suicide Squad film. I think he directed it finely. I just think the writing was a bit wacky. Um and that honestly comes down to not seeing his full version of the film. And just seeing like the Warner Brothers edited version that we got to see. But we also get to see Charles Roven, who's a uh, producer. Zack Snyder, Deborah Snyder, Colin Wilson, and Jeff Johns, who worked on the film as well. And um, I believe in here, yeah, next one up is executive producer Steven Mnuchin. Do you know who this guy is? He's the, uh, the gentleman that was in charge of uh, WB, right? He is the... Uh, Secretary of Treasury? He's our Treasury person right now. So he's the one getting, like, is this going to make money? 
He he. Well, not for Warner Brothers, for the United States now, because our political system is run by a bunch of business people now. Yeah, that's true. So so now Stephen old Donnie Trumpo is... was like, "Yo, I got a position for you." So this Steve Mnuchin guy is the guy who's currently halting the subpoena for uh, what is it? Steve Mnuchin, yeah, refusing to comply with the subpoena for Trump's tax returns. This is one of those guys. You're kidding. Yeah. So this guy was an executive producer for this film. So if that name sounded familiar, it's because it is that guy. Man, that's um, a bummer. Is 77th United States Secretary or? of the Treasury as part of the cabinet of Donald Trump. Is that does that now knowing that does that negatively affect this movie for you? It puts a lot of things. Puts a bad stigma. In. No, no, it puts no. A bad it, taste in my mouth. It validates a lot of the the questions I had in the film where I go, oh, these people are calling the shots. Mm-hmm kind of thing and and yeah people like steve mnuchin yeah yep so he's part of that administration say what you will that's a bummer yeah based on characters of the dc entertainment they don't say dc comics they say based on characters of dc entertainment because harley Harley quinn Quinn. is not dc comics well her origin wasn't dc comic yeah uh, That's dark- really cool. Yeah, I like how they did that little twist there. Is there anybody else that we could think of? Um, I think it was just Harley Quinn. Everybody else Killer had comic Croc debut. Is Killer Croc? No, he had. He was in Batman. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, and I think I'm trying to think of anyone else that looks familiar. Um, I do enjoy the cinematic of the jail cells closing, and like the kaleidoscope version of it all. It does look very Halloween Horror Nights-ish. Yeah, what is it, though? I think it's the neon. It's the it's the barbed wire death kind of thing, and I don't know, just looking super edgy, but also very bright and colorful mm-hmm. and neon. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a sh- shout-out to... A shit-out. Shout I want to shit-out these shout-outs. <laughs> to who's the costume designer? Was it Kate Howley? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic job. Yeah. Katana. You got Harley Quinn. You got the, uh, did, they, did she get the award or hair and makeup? No, hair and makeup did. Okay. Uh, I think costume design was on point. Yeah, me for too. For everyone. So kudos to that. Stephen Price, I think your music should have been used more in the film. And then we had music supervisor Susan Kent and Gabe Hilfer. Those are the people who are like, hey, let's put this needle drop and let's get this you know, music in this film kind of thing. They want licensed music, we'll give it to them. Um, casting by Mary Renew, and I lost the last name there, Lindsey Graham. Thank you, guys. Is this sequence, the visual, supposed to be, like, starting at a low point and then coming up? You're rising up? So You're talking about the concept of the visuals in the cinematic right mm-hmm. here? That's uh, That comes down to the whoever's creating it and their direction for it. Right, right. So what do you think is happening? Is it is it like when it starts out, it's uh, uh, bup, 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 bup. It's down like the whole explosion, explosion, explosion things, and then like hallways into like jail cells, into more jail cells, into barbed wire, and then into the Pentagon. That's the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. So... It's telling and then there's the missiles shooting up at the Pentagon. Yeah. What's the story it's telling? It's kind of telling a start to finish I stylized version of the film. Okay. Where it's like, hey, we're going to start with 
you know, you're in jail, then you get medicated, then you get sent out into battle. It's that kind of thing. I was thinking more along the lines of like um, Bell Rev could be an idiom for the, um, you know, there's always like that 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 um, idea of uh, prison cells underneath the Pentagon, like most highly secure. Magneto was stored in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that where it's, uh, I, that's what I feel is what's happening. Like it starts at the very bottom and then it's rising up through the jail cells and everything like that, and you finally get to, like, the Pentagon, like it's underneath the Pentagon. I think it's just telling the story of Suicide Squad. It ends with... Pentagon, what does the Pentagon have to do with it? Uh, where they were having the meeting of... of yeah, of, I guess where all, of, the, all the officials uh, are. What is it? Your, um, I'm pitching. Elevator pitch? Yeah, pitching Suicide Squad. It was that kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, we're pitching this Task Force X, and then it bleeds into... Hey, there's a catastrophe in Midway City, which is when you see all the um, buildings and stuff. When it starts to credit the actual cast members in next week's minutes, you'll see that the credit cinematics will start to theme itself around those characters. Like, this, that's when the neon skulls show up. Yeah, you'll see like bullets for Deadshot and mm-hmm. like diamonds and stuff for Harley Quinn and ninja stuff for katana like you'll see those things come around pinky will show up for captain boomerang and yeah so it's almost like a pixar film credit type thing yeah it's one of the credits i actually enjoyed watching in theaters when i look at those things another great one is um actually so far all the dc ones have been great i watched the uh detective pikachu one because they had a the just the end credit scene on oh you watched that it was good Oh, it was well, really good. How yeah. it was all the stylized animated stylized, characters from yeah. the video game? Yeah, it showed all like I'm the different types. I'm surprised I didn't spoil the movie. I didn't watch all of it. Oh, okay. I only watched like a bit, little bit of it. Um, the the Wonder Woman one is great because there's a lot of sparks and metal effects that are happening on it, mm-hmm. and then Aquaman has these renderings. It's like it's almost like they let you look at the renderings for a while of like what they animated and. It tells again the story, like throughout, mm-hmm. and it's it's just amazing. That has a beautiful one, and then Shazam. Shazam, Shazam has had one of the better ones. A lot of people think Shazam has the best one so far, where it's like that music and the action the, figures and like yeah. the two D drawings and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people love that one. Um, it's because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Batman, Superman, Batman v Superman, and Man of Steel didn't get that, but. Um, we always talked about how we really liked Man of Steel giving its title at the end of the, mm-hmm. at, like we had never seen the title for the film until uh, that end credit. So that was a really good one. Um, so I don't remember shit about Justice League. So don't. No, I don't remember what the end credit sequence I don't was remember. either. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. So don't ask me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have for this one. You have anything else before we wrap up? No, we're gonna get into some credits. Yeah, get into some more credits. We're gonna get I into a say. bonus scene next week as well. So, oh yeah. yeah, I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, and we're we're actually gonna have a guest for that one because we I promised him I would give him that. Okay. And so it's been a while. So he's been waiting. He's been waiting this whole time, getting that bench warm. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today. 
And if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can chat with us about today's minute, anything else regarding Suicide Squad Minute, Man of Steel Minute, Dawn of Justice Minute, or the upcoming Wonder Woman Minute podcast. And uh, don't forget, you can also check out Doom Patrol Radio, where we talk about Doom Patrol and love every single thing about it, either books or TV show. And we'll catch you guys Monday for minute 126 of Suicide Squad. <laughs>